0: It's time for high school basketball. This state tournament basketball broadcast on News Channel Nebraska Radio is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best in class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Now, let's go live courtside in Lincoln for state tournament basketball
1: action. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Bob Devaney Sports Center. Here in Lincoln for continuing coverage of the 2023 Boys State High School Basketball Tournament as the Amherst Broncos, the number two seed and second-ranked team in C2, take on the Knights of Norfolk Catholic, the number seven seed, but the number six-ranked team in the state of Nebraska. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Once again, Doug Duda joined by popular demand back from last week's Girls' State Tournament from the Hastings Tribune, Will Reynolds. And, uh, so far, Will, the Devaney Center hasn't produced a lot of magic here after that Wahoo-Auburn game yesterday. And for the Amherst folks, they don't want any magic here either. They want an Amherst team that has played like they have for 25 games to come out and get the job done.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, to, you know, throughout this tournament, the, the first day and a half here, we've seen a lot of blowouts, a lot of 20-point games. You know, there's been a few um, you know, that have been close, like that Auburn game you mentioned. But, um, yeah, I mean, these, these two teams met last year at the state tournament in fourth place game. And uh, Norfolk Catholic got the better of Amherst in that matchup, 57-39. Uh, to 39. So a little bit of, of blood here between the two, and
1: uh, it should be a fun one. Yeah, you got a crew here that this senior class, they continue to honor Talon Trappi, who will continue to be brought up as he should be. As time passes, it's hard to believe how fast time flies. But uh, the team uh, has has been to the district finals. They've been beating the district finals. They got to the state tournament last year. They beat Freeman in the opening round, who maybe they'll see again uh, here in the state tournament. They cruised in their opening round game today over Gordon Rushville, and then lost to Central Catholic and to Norfolk Catholic, as you said. But that third and fourth place game, I don't give a whole lot of credence to anymore. You may or may not have a lot of, fired up to go to go play for it. But Norfolk Catholic's a team that's been here a lot, 22 times. Only one state championship, and that's while these kids were uh, just starting school. They would have been kindergartners this senior class when they won it back in 2011. For uh, Amherst, they've been the runner-up twice. They made it here in 60 and then in 1987, as we saw that banner hanging in their gym, during the sub district basketball tournament. Norfolk Catholic, the biggest thing to know about them, and you'll hear it from Eric Rippin here. Last year they were a little more guard oriented. This year they're going to have more bigs than Amherst can put on the floor. Yeah, you got Cade Peeper down there. You got Carter Kirkman.
2: You know, both just big guys, lots of six footers, six four, six five, just going down the lineup here. You got a guy on the bench that's six six. So a lot of post oriented play, I think, out of Norfolk Catholic uh, today, and uh, kind of contrasting styles, I'd say, between the two
1: ball clubs tonight. Well, let's take a look at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Both teams have had a little bumps and bruises throughout the season. Uh, Norfolk Catholic had a player that got his nose broke, but his back and ready to go. And then for Amherst, of course, you had Keegan Killen uh, that was injured, but got back into the lineup. One of the key guys coming off the bench with Riley Fisher. That's kind of where the depth. On a normal game basis and a competitive game basis stops for Amherst. Norfolk Catholic may be able to go a tad deeper down the bench. We'll see how it plays out, but again, the bottom line is everybody should be 100% and ready to go today, and that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. When we come back, we'll take a look at the starting lineups here in Lincoln.
4: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
5: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
1: And we know that Tim Manline is back there in his office, door closed saying I need to pay attention to Les Adelung who also is a five points bank guy as an assistant coach here for Amherst getting ready to take the floor and let's take a look at those starting lineups first off for the Knights of Norfolk Catholic wearing number 0, five foot 10 inch senior Mason Timmerman just over 4 points and 2 rebounds a game number 3, 6 foot 5 inch junior is Nolan Fennessy 10.5 points, 7 rebounds a game number 13, five, 10 senior is Tristan Hazing He averages six points and about one and a half rebounds a game. Then you get to number 23, six-foot-one-inch senior Carter Kirkman. Nine points, four rebounds. And number 32, the six-foot-five-inch senior is Cade Peeper. Ten points, seven and a half rebounds a game. The head coach of the Knights is Kevin Manzer, assisted by Derek Mickelson, Jared Jansen, Justin Hang, and Tanner Miller. Norfolk Catholic comes into the state tournament with a record of 18-7, and their 22nd appearance here at state. They defeated Stanton and Lutheran High in the sub districts and Cross County in the district final. For Amherst, number one, 5 foot 10 inch junior is Austin Adelung. 10 points, one rebound. Number three, 6 foot senior Nolan Elo. 14 points, 2.5 rebounds. Number 11, 6'3", junior, Carter Riesland. 6.5 points, 6 rebounds a game. Number 21, 6'2", senior, Scout Simmons. 9.5 points, 5 rebounds. And leading the way for the Broncos, number 23, 6'3", junior, Tage Hadwiger. 15 points, 7.5 rebounds a game. The head coach is Eric Rippett, assisted by Les Adelung, Jalen Heiser, and Nathan Lother. 24-1 after beating Central Catholic and Donovan Trumbull in the sub-district and Hershey in the district championship game. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. We'll hear from the head coach, Eric Rippin, right after this timeout. Allo is turning
6: 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities.
1: Joined by Amherst Boys Basketball Coach Eric Rippon back at the state tournament here. And Coach, we've kind of been talking about climbing that ladder. This team's been getting closer each and every year. What's the last few days of preparation been like?
7: Uh, you know, it's been fun trying to just keep the mood light. You know, we've had about a week and a half to prepare, and it's... You can only watch so much film. You can only go over things so, you know, so much to where, you know, we're trying to have some fun with the boys and make this an enjoyable experience. Um, You know, but at the same instance, we're making sure they're locked in and ready to go.
1: Well, tell us about the opponent today, which you have a little familiarity. Every year is different, but uh, what's your scouting report on Norfolk Catholic and, and maybe what you learned from last time?
7: Yeah, um, you know, they lost the majority of their scoring ability. Um, they're a little different. Last year they could shoot it a little bit better and add some guards that could get it done. This year their majority inside game. You know, they're two, biggest, two big dudes that are brutes down low that, um, you know, I'm sure they're going to look at us and see we're not the biggest team and really going to try to attack that. So um, we've got to do a good job of helping down, making sure we're in the right defensive spots and battling with those guys and keeping them off the offensive rebounds um you know and then pushing the ball in transition we've got to make those guys run with us
1: we know Taj can kind of handle his own down low for not being the tallest guy but when there's multiple big guys i mean how have you seen anybody that you can compare it to this year
7: Uh, York, maybe a little bit, you know, they kind of had some big bodies, you know, not necessarily, you know, much of his inside presence as these guys, but, um, you know, we're going to ask a lot out of Tage, Carter, Scout, and then even our guards, you know, our guards, it's all five guys have got to go rebound tonight. You know, if we can win the rebounding battle, I feel like we've got a good shot today.
1: All right, coach, we'll let you go and good luck. Talk to you after the game.
7: Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it.
1: That's Amherst Boys basketball coach Eric Rippin as we get ready for the state quarterfinals between Amherst and Norfolk Catholic and the starting lineups are coming your way next from the Devaney Center here on ESPN Tri-Cities.
8: Experience the landmark difference with the next level of dealer support. Landmark, your local John Deere dealer, continually works to have parts on hand the first time you walk in the door. Our internal route system means we can get the parts to you, typically same or next day, to keep you up and running. At Landmark, we understand time is money. Get more uptime with our after hours parts and service support on the phone or in the field. Our sales, Precision Ag, parts and service teams are ready to serve you this planning season. Stop by your local Landmark today to experience the landmark difference.
3: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
1: We're about ready to get things going here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN, Kearney, KICS Hastings. From the Devaney Center, the winner will play either Donovan Trumbull or Tri-County coming up tomorrow again in a game we'll have for you here on ESPN Radio at the same 3.15 time slot. Donovan Trumbull, Tri-County coming up next, and then Shelton and Santee tonight on the Vibe 98.9. Three in a row here from the Devaney. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Ryan
5: Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. i Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer.
3: If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, mortgage payments, or funeral expenses. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, life insurance coverage is a smart move. Contact me, McKinsey, at 308-234-2222. It's your future.
1: Let's protect it.
3: Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company Securities and Services offer through and Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services.
1: Over at Pinnacle Bank Arena, it will be Omaha Scud and Bennington starting Class B. And again, congratulations to SEM, a 61-54 winner earlier today over Osceola. So the FKC, one and two so far at the state tournament. And Amherst, the final team to go. Doug Duda along with Will Reynolds as Taze Hadwiger will jump it up against Nolan Fennessy. Can Amherst take care of the Knights' bulk? Can the Knights handle the speed of Amherst. The ball is in the air. This game is underway. Norfolk Catholic will win the opening tip. They'll move from right to left. Amherst from left to right. Olo, Elo handing Timmerman some problems right off the get-go here. Trying to play tight man-to-man. Dribbles into the double team. Knight skip pass over the left wing. Wide open three to start the game. is on the way and short no good. Rebound brought down by Carter Reesland. off the hazing miss. Rieslin, kind of the unsung hero, this Amherst team as the season continues to move along. There's always one of the guys that has a huge basketball game. Maybe Adelon makes five threes. You never know. Bounce pass underneath, tried to get it to Rieslin from Hanwiger. He threw it away. Turnover, Amherst, and Norfolk Catholic up the floor, hazing a pull-up three from the right wing. He's missed it twice now, and the rebound brought down by Scout Simmons. Up the floor, pass knocked away. Oh, went into media row. Luckily, that wasn't our table, Will. Looks like everybody's going to be okay over there. But if we ever get knocked off the air for a reason, you hear a thud, that's why. Right next to our guy, uh, Bobby Mills down there. Yeah, Bobby Mills still trying to get some quickness. All right, here we go. Knights coming out. They're playing a little matchup zone. Into the left-hand corner. Hadwiger to the cutter. Elo underneath. All kinds of contact. He's fouled. Ball was swatted out of bounds by Peeper, but that's not where the foul was called, I don't think. Well, maybe it is. And at the line will be Nolan Elo. That was on Kirkman. So Carter, 23 instead of 32, gets the first foul. And the free throw here by Elo is on the way, and it is good. Amherst has actually been shooting well over their average here over the last few games of the season from the free throw line. Of course, we know that they were 30 of 33 in that victory against Donovan Trumbull. Second free throw, Elo good. He even made it after we talked about him making all the free throws. So that's a good sign here to start this basketball game. Knights with the basketball. They'll come to the high post. Swing it over on the right wing. Look for a little more. Top of the key with it on the drive is going to be Kirkman. Against the band of man As you can hear, the Amherst student body right behind us. I can turn around and high five about 30 of them. It's singlet day. That's not hard to find at Amherst, by the way. Long possession here for the Knights, trying to look inside. They'll deny it. The steal is almost made by Hadwiger. He tried to throw it back in bounds, but it just went right to Pieper. They'll reverse it into the left-hand corner for Kirkman. Kirkman into the paint. His finger roll no good. Offensive rebound saved down there by the Knights as Pieper was able to throw it off the leg of an Amherst Bronco and out of bounds, so they'll get it underneath. A strong take by Kirkman there Zimmerman to throw it in Foul situation will be huge as it always is But there's just, there's no post depth really at all for the Broncos As a three, the third one of the game is on the way They've all been missed Rebound brought down by Simmons Returns, he, he fires it up the floor It's a one-on-one for Elo Good job getting back by Kirkman Now kicks it out for a three By Anilong, no good Rebound brought down by Riesland Another three, and it's good for Paige Handlinger. Second chance opportunity, and Amherst has jumped out to a 5-0 lead here. Go for a Catholic power move in the corner. Another 3 on the right wing. It's no good. By Hazing. he's 0 of 3. Rebound brought down by Simmons. This time he'll dribble it up the floor all the way to the right-hand corner. Throw it back up top to Elo. Hitting the glass was something, obviously, Coach Ripley was huge about. And by the Knights, missing all these 3s early on. They've kind of shown they're trying to hit threes to loosen it up inside. Turnaround jumper Hadwiger from eight. No good. Offensive rebound. It's Carter Riesland again. He falls to the floor, and they're going to call it for the walk. So that is rebound number three for Riesland. Turnover number two for Amherst. We'll live with those hustle plays like that. And the Knights will go to the bench. Here's Max Hammond. He's a sophomore guard that averages just under four points and a couple of rebounds a game. They're going to bring hazing out after he started cold from three-point land. Here's Timmerman handling the point. Hands it off on the right side to Carter Kirkman. Kirkman swings it back over to him. Timmerman. Everything up high except on a dribble drive. Skip pass over the left wing. They'll get it to Hammond. Try to move the ball quickly. Another three. The fifth one of the game is no good. This time an offensive rebound, though, by Timmerman. They'll get it inside, and the shot off the glass is up and in by Nolan Fennessey, so off the miss three, the long rebound, Amherst didn't quite get their defense set back after that miss three, and it works into the first bucket of the ball game, Elo right baseline, bounce pass underneath is a beauty, but Reeson doesn't take the shot, he's given up a little height in there, might have made the right decision, Hadwiger from the top of the key, dribbles it off his leg, going to be turned over, fast break knights, two on one, layup good for Max Hammond. So Norfolk Catholic, after missing a bushel basket full in the first three minutes, gets back-to-back buckets. And it's 5-4 Amherst, and Amherst turns it over for the fourth time. Two-on-one again the other way. Hammond, another layup. It's up too strong, no good. Over the back, no foul called on the Knights. Kirkman got away with one, plus the Knights will keep the basketball. Something unusual. We played four minutes here at the Boys State Tournament. We've had one foul called. And checking in for Norfolk Catholic, Carter Jansen. The 6-1 junior just under four points, three boards. The Knights will have more depth, or at least they'll probably play more. Inside, lower on the shoulder, nothing there. For Jansen, he'll kick it back out. Jansen inside again. Ten feet away. Jump pass to the baseline. Tried to get it to Hammond. It goes through his hands. The first turnover of the ball game for the Knights. We're midway through the first quarter. 5-4 Amherst ball gets kicked at midcourt. Our state tournament action on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Spread the floor here against this ninth zone. Just a straight up 2-1-2 or 2-3 however you want to look at it, where the middleman is. Elo drives back to the free throw line 13-footer, Hadwiger Tays with both buckets here in the ball game for Amherst. And they've got a 7-4 lead. Kind of funny, we thought Knights would want to get it inside. I still think they do, but they've missed five threes. While Amherst, a three-point shooting team, has had a little more luck getting the ball inside. Off the screen, Hammond. Bounce pass back up top, Kirkman. Kirkman drives, contact, puts it up, good. Carter, Kirkman becomes the third different Knight to score here in the first quarter. And they gratefully give the bucket to Amherst instead of Norfolk Catholic, but it's 7-6. to six. Apparently the fans haven't noticed it yet because they aren't going crazy. And then a pass picked off. This could be another layup at the other end. Hammond one-on-one. They have to let him go or they're going to call him for the walk. Hustling back that time was Nolan Eatlow. He flashed in front of him just as he was getting ready to go up for the layup, and it made him take that extra half-jab step, and they called it. Yep, that back foot just slid a little bit. Couldn't, couldn't get the shot up, and credit to Amherst for getting back on that hustle plays. Coming into the ballgame will be Riley Fisher for Amherst, their first sub at the 250 mark. State tournament basketball brought to you by Mary Lanning Health your care, our inspiration. Amherst works it around the perimeter, tries to get it down to the baseline. Hadwiger steps into the double team to Simmons. Up top, Fisher. Right side, Elo, three-pointer on the way. No all that. And two for two from three-point land for Amherst, compared to 0 for 5 for Northport Catholic. 10-6 Broncos. 2.20 to go here in the first quarter of play. All on the left wing, Timmerman. Lobs it to the high post. Fennessy. he's doubled his pass to the right wing to Hazing. Hazing to the right-hand corner, well defended on a give-and-go. It's going to be picked off. No one with the steal. Down the middle of the floor, looks for room, cups it, shoots it, Scores. Nolan Elo cupped the basketball to make sure it didn't get punched away and was able to part the defensive C. And it's 12 to 6, a six point lead here for Amherst. Half back to back buckets from Elo, a three and a two. Knights will try and settle it down here in the half court. Get it over on the weak side for Hammond. And we're going to get a timeout called here by Norfolk Catholic to get a couple of subs in and to get some offense rolling. It's a 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you, it's Amherst 12, Norfolk Catholic 6 on ESPN. Whether
9: you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts are timely service. Think Husker Husker Power Products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now also located in Sutton.
1: As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, which always culminate with the pinnacle of the year, the state tournament. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds with you here. On ESPN Tri-Cities. A minute 45 to go in the first quarter. Amherst out 12-6 over Norfolk Catholic. Knights coming out of the timeout. Seeing his zone. They'll dump it down low to Peeper. Peeper puts it off the glass. No good. Tries to follow his shot. Hadwiger wins the battle for it. And here comes the Broncos after back-to-back buckets from ELO. And NBA 3. It's in and out. No good for ELO. Riesling though gets another rebound. They'll reverse it over to Hadwiger. They move quickly. Simmons Down to the right block, Riesland. Back out top, Elo. And we'll see if they can take advantage of the offensive board. Skip past Fisher, back to Elo. Against the 2-3. Drives and dishes outside the arc to Hadwiger. Steps in, kicks it out of the wing. Kind of got caught in no man's land. And it's going to be turned away. Fisher went to try and save it, but he ran out of real estate. That is the sixth turnover for Amherst, which is... Tremendous high at the other end. Hadliger blocks the shot of Tennessee, and they'll come out of there with a basketball. 50 seconds to go in the quarter and a six-point lead for Amherst. Elo gets it back over to Hadliger. He'll hold the ball on his hip for everybody to get set. Don't think they'll play for one. That's really not in their DNA here. 40 seconds. Elo kind of dribbling in place, but the Knights are going to stand in the zone, so they might hold.
2: Norfolk Catholic Zone is really stretched on that floor. A lot of gaps in there that look like gaps, but they'll collapse in a hurry.
1: Yeah, with that height and supposed length. It's Mm -hmm. tempting. I am surprised Amherst held the ball here. Simmons holding it at midcourt. 12 seconds. Now ready to get going on Timmerman. Swings it over to Fisher. Ball kicked. Seven seconds remaining here in the first quarter. And they're going to get Adelung back in, kind of as an outlet here. He can hit the three from anywhere, so probably if they don't get their first lick, they'll cook it to Austin for a three ball. Simmons to throw it in. Tries to force it inside. Hadwiger does. Back out ELO to Simmons. Way downtown. It's good. And the Knights will not get a shot away, even though they did after the buzzer that hit the front of the rim from 80 feet. And Amherst scores the final eight points of the first quarter of play. And the Broncos lead it 15-6 over Norfolk Catholic here in the C2 State Basketball Tournament.
3: Gillespie Ag Service and Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926.
6: Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on.
10: Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank.
6: Member FDIC.
11: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
1: See Impact Seed. All right, Amherst will get the ball to start the second quarter. They're going to go back to Ola. Nolan Elo will lay it up and in. Simmons and Hadwick are making some good passes, and the lead now, Will, is 11 points as the drive comes in. A foul, the lamp is good for Carter Kirkman. This will be their first free throw of the ball game, but getting a double-digit lead this early in the contest, really something for Amherst.
2: Yeah, I think the difference there is Norfolk Catholic kind of tried the three-point line in the in the first quarter, went 0 for 5 there, Amherst hit, hit three of their five attempts,
1: so that's a bit of the difference. Free throw is no good, Adelung who committed the foul will grab the rebound. That was the first foul of the game on Amherst, and each team with only one foul. Adelung down to the baseline to Riesland, Riesland back up top, Simmons all alone to the right wing is ELO. They'll dribble it that way. Slide Hadwiger into the right-hand corner. Get it back up top against the zone. Simmons jump stop ten feet away. Kicks it back to the wing. Hadwiger for three, and it's the fourth one. Paige Hadwiger. And when you can hit inside and outside, it's huge. And Amherst now up by a dozen, twenty to eight. A minute gone here in quarter number two. On the right elbow with a basketball is Peeper. Peeper double-teamed into the corner. Gets it back to Peeper. Jump pass back out top. Sets for the three. It's on the way. It's an air ball. And they'll just let it go out of bounds off of Norfolk Catholic. Carter Kirkman and Tristan Hazing having trouble from beyond 19-9.
2: Oh, well, Norfolk Catholic's doing a good job of playing some inside-out basketball. They're moving without the basketball to get
1: some open looks. But it's just not uh, falling for them so far here in this first half. So Amherst with the ball and a 12-point lead, looking to make it more, playing pretty efficient outside of those six turnovers in the first quarter. Elo gets tripped up, puts up a one-hander in the lane, and it is good from nine feet away, and Nolan Elo with half the team's points. He's got 11 of the 22 and a 14-point lead. Fast work at the other end, and Peeper will power his way to the bucket for his first two of the ball game. Fast break the other way, Adelung was covered. Good job defensively to cover him and now back to Austin his first shot of the game is a deep deep three and it's no good. Rebound going to be pulled down by Carter Kirkman Up the floor with it for the Knights is going to be Mason Timmerman. Timmerman down to the baseline Peeper pushed off on Reesland, Got it back up top. Kirkman Kirkman drives. Kirkman over Riesland sets on the front of the rim. No good. Rebound pulled down by the Knights. Powered back up and good by Cade Peeper. Just had better position that time. Back-to-back buckets by the Knights, and it's 22-12, to Amherst. 5.45 to go in the quarter. Hadwiger into the lane, kicks it to the corner, kind of got bumped off his route, so he got rid of it. Then they get it back to him. Turnaround jumper, no good. And a flat-footed rebound there by Nolan Fennessey, showing his height advantage. And now the Knights got a chance at three straight possessions with points if they can score here. Just got to keep... Getting that ball inside and, and working your way
2: through this Amherst uh, kind of zone here, a little 1 3 1 action.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some coaching from the student section behind us since they are not making threes. Let them shoot, they say. Adalum almost tying up Hazing. Hazing got it down low. Fennessy works his way around Scout Simmons and scores. So Fennessey with his second bucket. And a 6-0 run here by the Knights, 22-14. Broncos still lead it by 8, 4.45 to go here in the second quarter of play. Hadwiger gets it to the high post, Simmons. Ball fake, back out to Elo, and he'll bounce it to Hadwiger. Skip pass right wing to Simmons, back over to Hadwiger. Room in the paint, bounce pass underneath, but he threw it at the feet of Riesland. And out of bounds it goes, turnover Broncos. And coming in for the first time here for Amherst will be Keegan Killen. He averages about three points. Fisher's about three and a half points. Both of them a little over two rebounds a game. Our state tournament action brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Last year, Norfolk Catholic beat Cedar Catholic, got beat by a bucket by Humphrey, Lindsay, Holy Family, and then these two teams played in the consolation game with the Knights winning that one. The ball kind of slipped out of the hands there by Kirkman, but it's picked up by Max Hammond, who's back in. Hammond, three-point land, puts it up. It's no good. Backside rebound. Two Broncos run into each other, but it is secured by Keegan Killen. Up the floor, coast to coast, all the way in. Scoop shot, Elo, and he draws the foul. Elo just wasn't going to stop. When he gets almost to half court, he can tell whether there's going to be room to take it to the rack or drive and kick six in the quarter 13 in the game for nolan elo and the foul will be the second of the game on norfolk catholic and the free throw is on the way and it is good elo also three of three at the line off to a tremendous start 25 14.
10: he got to credit nolan's uh, vision on those those fast breaks
1: So Norfolk Catholic rotates it around the perimeter here. Top of the circle with it, Kirkman swings it left wing to Hammond. Hammond back up Kirkman, back over to Hammond. Haven't seen him go baseline much for the Knights. They ate it the one time they did. Into the corner, three-pointer Hammond on the way, and they finally got one. Max Hammond hits one with a hand in his face. They're one of eight, and he's got five points, 25-17, Broncos by eight. With it is Scout Simmons, off the screen, back out between the circles to Adelon. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, score updates, and a whole lot more. Spin move, baseline, Hadwiger, Norfolk Catholic, tried to flop the shots way off the mark. He's able to save his own shot, tip it out. They'll get it to him in the paint, out to Austin for the deep three, off the heel, no good. And the rebound brought down by Fennessey. Austin's usually pretty close to money from there. We're going to get another time out here. From Norfolk Catholic, it'll be their second 30-second timeout. 2.56 remaining here in the second quarter of play of the C2 State Quarterfinals. It's Amherst 25, Norfolk Catholic 17. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians.
9: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramson will kill me. What's that, girl? (laughs) Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number.
10: 308 236 9951. Thanks, girl.
9: 24 hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308 236 9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair.
1: In Class B, Omaha Scud in the second quarter is leading Bennington by a score of 15 to 5. Here with 256 remaining. And Miley Cyrus in the background. Second quarter, Amherst 25. And Norfolk Catholic 17. Momentarily, Will Reynolds will put the headsets back on after his Miley tribute and give me some analysis. You can even analyze give me analyze the song if you want to. It's a hit. I mean, it's been a hit for a long time now. A party in the Devaney Center. As the Broncos and their man-to-man doing a good job here against the Knights, holding their own on the boards. Kirkman drives, and we're going to get a push before. He throws up a fadeaway on Nolan Elo. His first of the team, second. It'll be night basketball underneath their own hoop with Max Hammond to throw it in. Hammond kicks it into the left hand. Wide open. Kirkman tries the three. It will not go. Offensive rebound. Put back up. No good. About a second chance. There'll be a foul. And, of course, that's when the ball goes through the hoop. Cade Peeper getting a couple of O boards. He's got six in the quarter. He'll go to the line. And Taj Hedviger with his first personal foul of the game. Hard to move those bodies of Fennessy and Peeper down there. And the free throw on the way, and Peeper's able to get it. It's a seven in the quarter, and the 14-point lead is now down to five. So Amherst doesn't want to lose what they build up here, but nice job by the Knights to recover after being down. By 14, bounce pass off the screen. Hadwiger, contested shot, rolls off the rim. No good. Rebound brought down by Fennessy, And the Knights can make it a one-possession game. Scoop the pass into the right wing to Max Hammond. He'll bring it out between the circles. Give it off to Kirkman. His pass knocked away Simmons, although it wasn't intentional. He kind of threw it into the back of his hands. Well, if Norfolk Catholic can survive this final 145, will they're going to feel pretty good about going into the locker room. Yeah, I'd say so after the way that Amherst ended that first quarter. Norfolk's kind of doing the same here in the second. Drive and dish, layup good. Cade Peeper off the assist of Carter Kirkman. They finished off or figured out this Amherst defense a little bit. Simmons going to force the issue at the other end. His pass will be deflected out of bounds. 25-22. It was 22-8. A 14-3 run here by Norfolk Catholic. And they broke their three-point streak. Here's Elo for three off the inbounds, but it's in and out no good. Rebound brought down by Peeper. So the three may get you the lead. It may also put you in a funk offensively for a while. Drive almost stolen away. Here's going to be a charge. Oh, it's a block. That looked like Riesland, who's so good at holding his ground, was ran over by Nolan Fennessey. And again, it's 50-50. It could have went either way, but boy, that sure looked like Riesland was there. Instead, Fennessey will go to the line to shoot two. Well, you weren't alone in calling that a charge right right when he went airborne there. Uh, I think he might have. Riesland was
2: maybe a little bit late getting underneath him.
1: Free throw, no good. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at the Devaney Center, bringing you the Boys' Day Basketball Tournament. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. The second free throw hangs on the ring. It's no good. Hadwiger will pull down his third rebound. Amherst in desperate need of points right here. Elo to Hadwiger. Picks his dribble up over to Adelung. Inside they get it to Elo, dribbled off a leg, turned over, number eight, run out three on one, and we have got a one point basketball game. Carter Kirkman has got six points, 25-24, 45 seconds to go here. Amherst spreads the floor. Scout Simmons inside Hadwiger, he's doubled. Kicks it into the corner, almost thrown away again. Kirkman, no-look passes are only good when they aren't picked off. And the Knights will bring Peeper back into the ball game. Good defensive substitution here for the Knights.
2: Getting another big body in there to try and uh, keep it a one-point game.
1: They'll throw it all the way out top. Adelon from an NBA three. That's way off the mark. Rebound brought down by Peeper. Shot selection has not been the best here during this stretch. There was no need for that. You could have held the ball and taken that shot. Surprised they didn't considering what, what they did in the end of the first quarter. And to make sure you had the lead going into halftime. Yep. Now the Knights can take their first lead of the game. 15 seconds. Timmerman. Back up top to Hammond. To Timmerman between the circles with 10. Starts right. She's a screen to the left. Hands it to Peeper. Peeper kicks it on the wing. Here's a three-pointer on the way. And good by Max Hammond who couldn't throw it in the ocean. And Norfolk Catholic is going to take the lead into halftime. 27 to 25 in a monster, monster second quarter. Again, it was 22-8 to 8 Amherst, a 19-3 to 3 run to end the second quarter here for the Knights of Norfolk Catholic. And that will take us to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Stay with us for a lot more as we update you on other scores, what's still to come in the state tournament here on this Thursday in 2023. Ladies and
3: gentlemen, for your half
0: Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef.
1: And this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for Business and Residential Service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. And after a monstrous 19-3 close of the first half, it is Norfolk Catholic leading Amherst by a score of 27-25. Well, it's one thing to have a good, close, competitive ball game, but when you have such swings, you know Amherst is going to go in feeling like they're down 10.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. It's It was quite the finish for Norfolk Catholic there. And, you know, what we talked about a minute ago with Amherst not wanting to go, it seemed like they didn't want to go into the half with the lead. They're up 25, 24 with, you know, 30 seconds on the clock, and they throw up a, you know, a 25-foot three-pointer. It's, you know, been shot selection for them. That's been the struggle over the last, you know, four or five minutes of that half and uh, uh obviously Norfolk Catholic has gotten some second chances peeper got going down there that's really how his offense has happened he's got nine points here four or six up from the floor and it's mostly been on second chances obviously the the Knights broke their three-point streak and they they just kind of got some momentum and and Amherst probably does feel that way
1: well we will take a look at the first half stats here in a little bit but we want to catch you up on this state tournament. And remind you, we've still got the next two games here from the Devaney Center. Donovan Trumbull will be up next in their contest against Tri-County at 315, and then at six, Shelton will take on Santee. Everybody wants to see what Santee brings to uh, Lincoln for the first time since 36. There's a lot of that newness. I mean, we talked about Central City, SEM one today for the first time in 47 years. Santee getting to the state tournament, there's always some stories here. Yeah,
2: I think those are the really cool parts of, of getting a team down here is seeing what the community brings. You know, a, a team like Santee, I heard they did a little tour of some of the tribal, you know, communities up there, and so I'm interested to see what their following is tonight when they take on Shelton. And, uh, you know, Central City obviously ran into a tough Ogallala, you know, buzzsaw yesterday, and uh, but, you know, obviously great to be here for the first time, you know, in, what, 76 years? Yeah. So. It, it is cool. You know, Lincoln, is just it's a fun environment, and especially now that it's in
1: Devaney and PBA solely, you know, it, it
2: even kind of ups that, that ante a little bit.
1: Well, let's run down what happened yesterday. Auburn started us off, and uh, by the time you had your coffee, it uh, really opened your eyes. 47-44, that's been the major upset here in the tournament. Auburn over Wahoo, continuing their track of being in the state championships. Uh, then also... Uh, in class C1 Omaha Concordia defeated Pierce by a score of 53 to 45 Ogallala as we mentioned was the winner over Central City 67 to 46 and then Ashland Greenwood just shut down Sydney 52 to 28 In class A yesterday the top seed Bellevue West beat North Stars 68 to 46 Omaha Westside lit up the scoreboard in an 84-54 win over Lincoln East. It was Millard North defeating Elkhorn South 81-70, and Gretna came back to beat Lincoln Southeast 60-53. In Class B, Scott leading Bennington at the halftime, 21-11. Bennington at least uh, playing defense. It's a low-scoring game there. Elkhorn will play Creed at 315, then tonight at Pinnacle. Platteview will play Norris at 6, and Scottsbluff Bluff will take on York at 745. Earlier today in Class C-2, Freeman totally shut down Gordon Rushville 52-20, and it was Cedar Catholic defeating Elkhorn Valley. So those teams playing, and as we said, Amherst and Donovan Trumbull here. In D-1 yesterday, North Platte-St. Pat scored the final 11 points of the game to beat Meade 48-37. It was a double overtime victory for Dundee County Stratton as they rallied from 10 down in the fourth quarter to defeat uh, Elm Creek 63-55 63-55 to in double overtime was the final score there for Dundee County. Maywood-Hayes center, boy, they looked good and beat up on Ansley Litchfield last night, winning that contest fairly easily, 72-35. to And they will play Johnson-Brock, and it was kind of the same story. They shut down Howell's Dodge, 56-26. to And then in D2, uh, action going on today... Why not? Was able to take care of Paxton in the first game this morning by a score of fifty-seven to forty-seven, and then as you heard here on ESPN, SEM with kind of the mini surprise of the day, they beat Osceola sixty-two to fifty-four tonight. Shelton and Santee at six, and Parkview Christian and Fall City Sacred Heart at seven forty-five. Half here: Norfolk Catholic twenty-seven and Amherst twenty-five. We'll give you the first half numbers right after this on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com.
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Coddle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business.
5: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
1: And now a look at the unofficial first half numbers that we have for you here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For Norfolk Catholic, Mason Timmerman, one rebound. Nolan Fennessey, four points, three rebounds. Max Hammond, after a slow start, knocked down a couple of threes, including one in the final five seconds to give them their first lead. He's got eight points. Carter Kirkman, six points and a rebound. And Cade Pieper, he leads the way. All nine of his points were there in the second quarter. He's also got six rebounds. Six points in the first quarter, 21 in the second at the half norfolk catholic 27 points 11 rebounds one out of four at the free throw line two of ten from three point land three turnovers i had them for zero turnovers in the second quarter of play and foul situation nobody in the entire game has more than one for amherst nolan elo is the offensive show today he's got 14 points Austin Adelung a rebound, Keegan Killen a rebound, Carter Riesland four rebounds, Scout Simmons has a three-point bucket and three rebounds, Tage Hadwiger eight points, and he's got two three-pointers, three rebounds at a block shot. So not a whole lot of scoring inside except on a couple of drives by Elo out a transition. Fifteen points in the first quarter, ten in the second at the half, Amherst 25 points, 12 rebounds, three out of three at the free throw line, Four of nine from three point land, one block shot, eight turnovers, nobody with more than one foul. At the half, 18 and 7, Norfolk Catholic in a rematch of last year's consolation game, leading 24 and 1, Amherst, 27 to 25. Seven losses, who's Norfolk Catholic played and lost to? Omaha Gross, Boone Central, Wayne. O'Neal, which is not one of their better losses, Wayne again, Boone Central again, and then Cedar Catholic in the regular season finale. So they haven't lost to teams that are in the top five except for Hardington Cedar Catholic, and we'll see how it all plays out as this second half is upon us in a moment. Also, the Creighton men's basketball team will be playing Villanova tonight. That action in the Big East tournament scheduled to get underway at 8.30, Marquette, barely survived the number one seed went overtime to beat st john's today 72 to 70 and providence and yukon are just getting underway as many of the conference tournaments are continuing and we will have big 10 conference tournament action following our donovan trumbull game at around 5:30 with penn state against illinois and then maryland will take on minnesota You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next.
3: Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926.
5: Your care, our
1: inspiration. All right, Doug to Will Reynolds, ready to get this. Where Venice Annotation provides the North perfect North solution for any, for any solid containment requirement. And they are up 27-25. Top of the circle, Kirkman drives into the corner. Ball fake three for Timmerman. Timmerman gets it inside. Fennessy puts it off the glass and in. And it's 29-25 in favor of Norfolk Catholic. These first three minutes, we talked about it in our SEM game today. And that's when... SEM gave up a bunch of points. Riesland's jumper is well off the mark. No good. And Amherst got to have a good start here. And so far, a bucket and a score for Norfolk Catholic. And they lead it by four. And Amherst is going to come away and steal the basketball. Just a fourth turnover for Norfolk Catholic. Trailing by 29 25 Been a while since much has been going on here. For our Amherst offense, driving in, drawing contact. Elo from seven, no good. Fennessy with his fifth rebound. Outlet to Timmerman. Timmerman skip pass right side. Three-pointer. Hazing, it's no good. Ball is corralled by Kirkman, and he puts it up and in. Will, what's going on here? Well, for one, it's
2: offensive rebounds, and it's almost nearly another turnover by Amherst there, but I think they've got to settle in. You know, we talked about the momentum swings in this ball game so far.
1: Norfolk's still riding it here early in the second half. Six-point lead by Norfolk Catholic. They were down 22-8 to inside. Elo's got some room. Little one-hand runner there that finally stops the run. 16 points for Nolan Elo. But a 23-3 to run finally comes to an end. High post with it. Peeper, and hopefully it doesn't extend on to a bigger run here for the Knights. They'll need to get some stops. Will the Amherst Broncos playing it around the perimeter? Working it down the left baseline. Fentasy, Elo snuck in the back door, and Elo got the steal. So back-to-back turnovers for the Knights. Hadwiger stops at the top of the key, looked at it, gave it to Nolan. Elo dribbles in, another one-hand runner, no good. Rebound brought down by Cade Peeper, his seventh of the ball game. Uh, Elo's taken ten shots so far. It might just be trying to do a little bit too much. Need to get some other folks involved and I know how tough it is to get the ball inside for Amherst. And again they don't play a lot of guys so fatigue is going to come into play when you got to play a physical basketball game. As Kirkman runs into Elo, kicks it into the corner for another three pointer. That is good by Tristan Hazing. He finally makes one. His first three of the ball game. It's a seven point lead here for Norfolk Catholic at the other end. Riesland gets tackled, and there's going to be a timeout here so that Amherst doesn't lose possession. With 5.20 to go in the third quarter of play, they're going to go ahead and use the full-length timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It was such a great start for Amherst, but uh, the last seven minutes or so have been the Roughest seven minutes of the year for the Broncos. It's 34 27, Norfolk Catholic here on ESPN. Gillespie Ag
3: Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926.
0: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement.
1: Doug Duda back with you here with high school basketball brought to you by Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Hadwiger on the inbound. Reverse it back to Elo to Simmons. Try to smother him. He dribbles down the baseline. Gives it off to Taze, and a short little four-footer is good. Ten points for Hadwiger, and I like to see that. It was a design play coming out. Go to a bread and butter. Try and execute it. And Amherst does. 34-29, Norfolk Catholic. Just little by little, can't let
2: Norfolk Catholic run away with this thing. It's a five-point game.
1: Hazing gives it up top to Kirkman. Kirkman hands it off top of the key to Peeper. Back to Kirkman for the three, and now they can't miss. Carter Kirkman with 11 points in the basketball game. And Amherst knows all about how those things can be deflating. They knock down threes against teams that make runs at them all the time. 37-29, 37-29, an eight-point deficit for the Broncos. The only loss they have to York. Hadwiger, turnaround jumper, no good. Didn't follow his shot. Would have been boxed out anyway by Pieper with his eighth rebound. I'm going to tell you, Will, I don't like the way this is going. This, this doesn't look good at all. Three-pointer Kirkman off the front of the iron, no good. But a long rebound comes out to Pieper. And we're going to get a foul, I think, away from the basketball here. On a reach-in on Amherst. And it'll be called on Carter Riesland, his second, first foul of the half. And checking in is going to be Riley Fisher. Just everything is pointing Norfolk Catholic's way here. Hard to believe how the tide has turned so dramatically in this game. Inbounds to Fennessy, up to Kirkman, underneath Peeper, triple team, ball got knocked away, but right back to him. He pushes off on Reesland. Hadwiger says, eat this, and blocks the shot away. Now Scout Simmons gets it to the half court mark. Here's Elo. Looking, looking, tries into the paint, kicks it into the corner to Riley. Riley Fisher kicks it back out top. Pass almost picked off. Elo. Skip pass, almost picked off, and is picked off. Great job by Norfolk Catholic. Kirkman comes in, finger roll, no good. Follow shot, no good. And then ripping it out of there, hitting the ground, landing on the basketball. It's going to be Hadrick and They're going to call a travel on Amherst. So no possession. Just fell with the basketball on some contact. Off the 10th turnover from Amherst. Inbound Kirkman. Puts the shoulder in. Hands it off to Timmerman. Timmerman. Bounce pass inside for Fennessey. Skip pass right side. Max Hammond. Spreading this defense for another three it's all the way almost banked and that would have been a dagger in the heart the ball slapped around it's picked up for a layup by fantasy they're getting bullied down low
2: on the offensive rebounds and they just look shell-shocked
1: right now amherst is not comfortable out there right now at all hadwinger in the paint takes it back out top to simmons to Hadwiger, Hadwiger leaving the ball behind. Spin move, bounce pass to Reisel, out of bounds. It's 22 to eight
2: with six minutes left in the second quarter in favor of Amherst, and they have scored seven points since that mark.
1: 31 to seven. The run here by Norfolk Catholic. And I suppose the players kind of feel like we do over here. It kind of drained they got to have something happen, and we're already under three minutes in the third quarter. I mean, there's not a ton of time left in the basketball game. Amherst, fewest points they've scored in three quarters, was against Grand Island Central Catholic in the sub-district opener. Norfolk Catholic out top of it. Kirkman puts his leg down, drives, finger roll, no good. Another offensive rebound, and then punched out of bounds, but it stills Norfolk Catholic ball. Peeper already with ten boards. This was the question I had for Eric Rippon in the pregame, Will, was Tage can handle one big guy, but this is one of the few teams that have multiple big guys against Amherst, and they are now getting hurt. They want an offensive foul on the inbounds. It's not there. Into the corner, three-pointer for Timmerman. It's short, no good. Long rebound. Kirkman drives in. Hadwiger blocks it away again. And it's going to go out of bounds, and it just stays with Norfolk Catholic stays with Norfolk. Remember we had a girls game last week where they blocked the ball every time but never got possession of it? Time of possession. We talked about that a few times last week. We'd we'd love to
2: see those numbers sometimes in in terms of a football kind of scoring system.
1: Knights to throw it in from the corner. They'll lob it short here to Kirkman. Up top to Hammond, back to Kirkman. This goes right through the double team, one-hand runner, no good. Can you believe that's going to be another offensive rebound? No, it dropped through the hands of Chance, and it's grabbed by Simmons. They want to run at the other end. Elo gets tripped, and a foul against Norfolk Catholic. And it's going to go on Mason Timmerman. That's the first foul of the half here on Norfolk Catholic. And I guess in hindsight, Will, you kind of didn't want to get in foul trouble. But this is this physicality is not the kind of game that Amherst wants to play. No. Free throw up, and it's no good. Nolan Elo. He had been three for three. He's the only man that's been at the line. That's unusual for Hadwiger, Simmons, Riesland to not get it inside and get fouled. Well, we've only had, what, five, six foul calls this whole game. So. Yeah. Just physical.
2: I mean they're letting them play and I, I don't I haven't seen a lot of fouls to be honest. I mean there's been some yeah
1: some physicality, but I don't you know I don't think a ton of it has warranted a foul call. Hammer's gonna put on full court pressure. Norfolk Catholic, no problem getting it into the front court. Hammond comes to the right wing. 39-30, Norfolk Catholic, two minutes in the quarter. They knock it away from Kirkman, and they call a foul this time. Would have been a turnover. And the foul on Riley Fisher, who knocked it away. And it will be Norfolk Catholic ball underneath their hoop. It'll be Mason Timmerman to throw it in. Hammond, they just leave him alone, but they don't throw it to him. Now they have to lob it way out top. He catches it. He drives to the right elbow. Off of the right wing to Timmerman. Jump pass down low. Good ball movement out for another three for Kirkman. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound. Ripped down that time. Scout Simmons comes out of there with it. He had to fight Peeper. Now Elo takes it to the rack at the other end. Off balance, it just won't go. Tipped right back to him. Got the defender in the air, and there's the foul. And Elo ends up on the ground. And no apology here for Norfolk Catholic. Cade Peeper drilled him to the ground, walked away. That's not good Catholic sportsmanship. Elo will go back to the line here. Well, it wasn't
2: even on Peeper, it was on Fennessey. Huh, all right.
1: So I guess technically the block was clean by uh, Kate Peeper. Free throws up and good by Elo. Only thing that matters right now for Amherst is closing this gap, whatever it takes. Getting a really good crowd on hand here at the Devaney. Second free throw up and it's good. So he has five of the team's seven points in the quarter, 39-32. Throw deep up to Fennessey. Fennessey at midcourt hands it off. Hammond bounce pass underneath. Shot partially blocked that time. Peeper can't get it to go. It deflects into the hands of Scout Simmons. Amherst fans trying to get it going here with their team, and Elo is fouled again. Getting some attitude out there from Carter Kirkman. You heard the Amherst fans say tee him up about 30 seconds ago at the other end. Here, it's as absolutely clear a foul as you could ever have. And he is going to be called for his personal foul, his second. And we're actually going to get a timeout here. I think maybe Coach Kevin Manzer is starting to feel that. There's a wall in their offense. He doesn't want to get it away from his team. 118 to go here in the third quarter of play. Norfolk Catholic leading Amherst by a score of 39-32. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians.
3: When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with autolarynology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney, and nine satellite locations located throughout central nebraska we provide the highest quality care see dr conley dr blakea dr johnson and dr Smith at carney ent and see why experience matters to us specializing in you
5: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
1: Doug Dewell Reynolds back with you here on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings bringing you this state basketball action brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, Florang Chiropractic.com Amherst trying to up their game here. Again, the story, they were up 22-8 to eight early in quarter number two and have just been run over like a Mack truck since then. It's 39-32, Norfolk Catholic actually had a 10 point lead, now it's at 7 and Amherst has the ball, a minute 18 to go in the third, Hadwiger inside draws the double, needs some help, spins it out to Elo, they went for the steal, didn't get it, Nolan drives in, finger roll is good it's the Elo Express 39-34, a minute to go they went for the steal and Riley Fisher commits the foul, that'll be his second team's third we can live with that Five-point game.
2: You know, Amherst making a little run here at the end of this third quarter to try and get the Knights back on their heels. Yeah,
1: need to keep it up, though. Don't let the Knights pull away now. You're at five. That's an acceptable spot in the third quarter from being down ten. Knights with a minute to go. Max Hammond spread the floor again here against kind of a matchup zone for Amherst. Get pass over to Hammond on the left wing. Looking inside for Fennessey. They don't get it there. Back out to midcourt. They may milk the final minute here. In the left-hand corner, Fennessey with it. Fennessey dribbles down the baseline. His pass picked off. Tage Hadwiger saw what was going to happen, and he stepped in front and made the steal as they were going to go baseline to corner, and Hadwiger with it, and now it looks like they will play for one. Scout Simmons dribbling at midcourt. Norfolk Catholic says fine. 15 seconds to go. Amherst needs to execute this. Get the crowd into it. Get it to be a one-possession game. Elo off the screen. Back to scout. Dumps it into Hadwiger. Around the defender. Puts up the shot. It rolls in. And that's the end of the third quarter of play. Hadwiger with a dozen points. And Amherst cuts it from 10 to 3. Who will get the last run? We've got eight minutes to find out in this C2 quarterfinal game. Norfolk Catholic 39. Amherst 36.
12: Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Whether
9: you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power Products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power Products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation. Irrigation engine and fuel efficient is Zuzu Diesel engine. Call 402-463-1531. For Husker Power Products of Hastings. Your full service irrigation engine headquarters. Now also located in Sutton.
1: And welcome back to the State Basketball Tournament brought to you by Certified Piedmontese Beef, Italian Heritage Bread, Nebraska Raised Perfection. Lean, tender, delicious. You can order at cpbeef.com and have it shipped right to your doorstep. Certified Piedmontese Beef. Amherst will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. A three away from tying this thing. But I think for the first time all year, they're nervous. This is what they've been waiting for to get to the final, and they got to get by this first round.
2: I just think they tightened up there in that third quarter a little bit, and I guess last half of the the second quarter as well, but playing a little looser and flying around a little more.
1: Up to Adelung for his first bucket of the game, and short on a three, no good. Rebound brought down by Mason Timmerman. That's the first three they tried. In the half, that's probably the first quarter they hadn't shot a three all year long. Ball in the air, gets it over to Kirkman. He's got 11, nine for Peeper all in the second quarter. Phetasy and Hammond each have eight. Right corner with it is Hazing. Ball kicked into the stands by Nolan Elo, who's going to kick in the Shrine Ball and showed him a little bit why. He's got 21 points. Hadwiger has 12. Simmons has a three-pointer. Nobody else has scored also part of the problem. Deep, deep three, hazing, it's no good, and we've got a foul, they're finally going to get the big guy over the back, Cade Peeper. That'll actually be his first foul of the game. It seemed like Norfolk Catholic was making everything, but they've now missed five threes in a row, they're four of 18 in the ballgame. 39-36, 39-36, Norfolk Catholic Amherst with the basketball. One minute gone here in the fourth quarter. In the paint to Reesland. He'll kick it back out of the wing. Hadwiger, Hadwiger drives baseline into the double team wraparound, deflected away. He was trying to get it to Elo in the other corner, but, you know, Carter Riesland's been so good about getting boards, offense, defense, maybe getting a stick back here and there. Not been a factor because of the bigger night players here in this contest. He had four in the first half, nothing here in the second and that baseline is a trap,
2: especially with the length that Norfolk Catholic has. You've got to stay away from there if you're Amherst. Simmons for three. We're tied!
1: The 10-point deficit is gone. Now what happens? Timmerman up the floor on a fast break. Tries to draw the foul as he comes to a jump stop. They'll dump it inside to Peeper. Spins it back out for a three-pointer. Timmerman, it's no good. Offensive rebound and another foul. That'll probably be on Hadwiger. Cade Peeper is just a big, big man. And you'll, Sean and the boys talk about it for football. I mean, he is a senior, but wow, what a horse. I've got 11 rebounds for him, and I've got seven of those offensive. And he'll go to the line where he's one of one. First free throw is in and out, no good. And the second free throw coming up. Trying to break the tie here on the way, and he does. So it's 40 to 39. Norfolk Catholic. Again, they had a 10-point lead, and we see Amherst come back to tie it. Now, can they keep it going? Inside to Hadwiger, back out. Elo for the three. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Fight for the rebound, but it's Norfolk Catholic in Fantasy. Baseball pass into the front court. He finds Kirkman. Kirkman drives in. Lena from six. Too strong. Rebound comes all the way out to the top of the key. Nolan Elo has it. Elo doesn't have numbers. Hits the trailer. Simmons back to Nolan between the circles to Simmons on the right side of the key into the corner to Hadwiger. Being patient, Scout drives in. Ooh, he had Reesland on a little bounce pass, but they skip it over. Elo, another three. That's off the mark. And the rebound, Reesland. <laughs> fell on Peeper, it looks like. Yeah, he was pointing the other way. I was going, how could that be a foul on Amherst? And just when we talked about Carter Reesland, there's our boy coming in and getting the offensive board. Peter with his second personal foul. The jump ball would go to Norfolk Catholic. Four timeouts remaining for Amherst. Two for Norfolk Catholic. Inbounds pass Simmons. Right back to Adelon Right corner gets it underneath. There's Hadwiger. Has it partially blocked by Nolan Fentasy. And the Knights come out of there with a the basketball. Good play and good defense by the Knights. They lead it by one. Five and a half to go in the ball game. Top of the key with it is going to be Peeper. Spins it over to Hazing. Fantasy into the paint. Drop the ball. Gets it into the left hand corner to Timmerman. Back to the big guy. Fantasy kicks it out. Three pointer by Hazing is good. Second three pointer of the ball game by Tristan Hazing. 43-39. Elo coast-to-coast draws contact. They just won't blow the whistle. Shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Fantasy And Riesland going to be a little slow to get up. Maybe twisted his ankle. He's tough. He wants to go. But I think because they blew the whistle, they have to bring him out of the game. Yet substitutions coming in. Our high school basketball brought to you by Nutrient AG Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best in class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. And now Norfolk Catholic, the ball in a four-point lead. Against full court pressure, they get it to Fantasy. He goes backwards, but then it's thrown by Timmerman into the front court. Kirkman skipped past right corner, driving the baseline. Hammond, they're going to get in for taking off. And a travel on Hammond. The seventh turnover of the game for Norfolk Catholic. 4.55 remaining. 43 39, Norfolk Catholic. It was 22 8 in favor of Amherst. 39 29, I believe, is what it was, Norfolk Catholic. Then it was tied. Hadwiger back out top, Simmons. Simmons off Hammond back to Taze. Taze one dribble, nobody's moving. Back out between the circles to Simmons. Hadwiger deep, deep three. It will not go. Got to take good shots. It just didn't go. Rebound brought down by Kirkland. Baseball pass to the other, and he overshot Carter Jansen and back-to-back turnovers. Those deep threes are fun when they go in, and when you're 24-1 and been beating teams by 20, 30 points, you don't think about it too much, but you got to make them. And it didn't go. But again, a chance. Got to cut it to a one-possession game here. Four-point lead for Norfolk Catholic. Scout Simmons between the circles. They haven't scored yet. Excuse me, they've got the three-pointer from Scout to tie the game on the first possession. But they've went three minutes here without scoring. Here's Adelung, who hasn't scored. How about now? No, the 3 no good. a long rebound comes out to Hadwiger. Down to the baseline. Should be a foul, and it is. Scott Simmons was fouled. Shot didn't go. Fouls on Carter Jansen. His first. That is the sixth foul and a half here. They'll call it on the shot. Simmons goes to the line for the first time. One of only three players to score in this game for Amherst. Free throw is good. 43 40, Norfolk Catholic, 4.04 to go. The winner plays tomorrow at 3.15 against the winner of our next game, Donovan Trumbull in Tri County. Second free throw, Simmons. It's good. He's got all five here in the quarter. Norfolk Catholic, token man-to-man pressure. The Knights will bring it to midcourt. And Kirkman across the timeline, jump pass to Timmerman, almost threw it behind him. Good job by Mason to secure it. Reverse it to the right side, Hammond. Back up top, Kirkman. Jump pass, Timmerman left wing. Inside, they try to get it to Peeper. Hadwiger knocked it away! Tage Hadwiger with the steal. Simmons picks it up, outlet pass to Elo. Transition three, no. He's going to go back to Simmons. A two to tie, a three for the lead. Inside to Hadwiger, one-on-one with Peeper. Got the big guy, Fentasy, in the air, and he'll draw the foul. Two free throws coming up for Hadwiger. These will be his first charity shots of the afternoon. The foul on Nolan Fennessey. That'll be his third personal foul. And here is the the junior, the leading scorer. Hadwiger. Up. No good. Too strong in class b it's omaha scott 37 bennington 27 as they go to the fourth quarter bennington actually closed the lead on a 13-4 run in that quarter so they were down 19. second free throw Hadlinger on the way and it's good so tage has 13 points the team is nine out of 11 at the free throw line 43-42 Norfolk catholic Thurman into the court, court. ball thrown away. Elo, one-on-one, got the defender in the air, and he's fouled hard by Carter Kirkman. And Nolan Elo will go to the line. Kirkman living up to the adage, if you're going to foul, make sure they don't score. And a good hard foul that time by Kirkman. So he and Fantasy each have three. Elo is 6 of 7 at the line with a game-high 21 points and a chance to tie it right here. The first free throw is on the way, and we're tied again. When we are done, it is the new Esports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Final stats. And coach interview. And it looks like we're going to get a timeout by Norfolk Catholic. Coach Manzer doesn't believe in saving them. He'll only have one remaining. 320 to go in the quarterfinals here in Lincoln. It's a dogfight. Amherst 43. Norfolk Catholic 43, this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians.
4: CHS Agri-Service Center is
1: proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck
4: in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Doverton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
0: Relationships matter.
4: Success in
6: agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on.
10: Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank.
6: Member FDIC.
1: Don't forget to vote or nominate for an ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by BNB Carpet of Donovan. Go to ESPNSuperStation.com and nominate a great athlete. Hannah Herrick won it last month from Amherst. We've had some of these guys win it before. This month we went with a wrestler, and it was Nick Keene of Kennesaw. Tori Scullinara of Ravenna, the girls' winner. And go to ESPNSuperStation.com. Our Athlete of the Month, brought to you by BNB Carpet. 320 remaining in the basketball game. Nolan Elo goes to the line for his second free throw in an all squared up ball game at 43. And it's going to stay that way as it's in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Cade Peeper. He's got a dozen of them in the contest. 43-43, 3-10 remaining. Adelung went for the steal, almost got that long pass to Hazing in the corner. Dump it underneath Fantasy The ball deflected away. And it didn't stay in bounds. It bounced on the baseline off the deflection. Elo had grabbed it in bounds, but it had already bounced out. So it'll be Norfolk Catholic ball underneath their own hoop. They'll get the call in here. Look, corner, short, three on the way. Hazing, it's good. Hazing with his third three of the half. He's got nine points. Fast break the other way. Adelin in the left hand corner. Oh, Fennessey leaned right on him. Inside, they'll get it to the high post. Hadwiger, spin move, little five-footer. He answers. Tased with 15. 46-45, Norfolk Catholic. They get it in extremely quick. They're already into the front court here with a long pass to Peeper. He's trapped here by midcourt. And they just use their last timeout. Well, Norfolk Catholic has no timeouts left in a one-point game with 2.35 to go. That is just tremendous error by Norfolk Catholic to put
2: themselves in that spot. I don't know what other option you had, though. I mean, Peeper got trapped there right at the midline. It's either, I mean, you could throw it off a defender or it's probably a turnover. So that's a that's a really tough situation. Uh, zero timeouts left with 200,
1: or 235 remaining in the game. 46-45, Norfolk Catholic.
11: Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season.
1: remaining in the game. Again, a big thanks to our many fine sponsors. Get to cover exciting games like this, contest throughout the year. A heck of a four weeks from wrestling to girls and state boys basketball. It'll be Knights ball up by one. Unguarded at half court. They'll just let them throw it in to Carter Kirkman. Over on the right side to Hazing, who hit the three, the last possession to give him the three-point lead. Back over to Timmerman. Kirkman dumps it inside to Fennessey. Reverse it to the right side. Peeper almost got away. Saved it. They're going to get another three. Kirkman on the way. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Ball tipped out. Rebound Fantasy, And they'll get another chance here. Faking the three. Hazing. 2-10 to go. Inside Fennessey tries to drop it to Peeper. The ball deflected away. It's stolen it away. Riesland comes up with the ball. After it was deflected inside, I think Simmons got a hand on it. A chance to take the lead for the first time in the second half here. Hadwiger, bounce pass underneath to Riesland. The ball's going to be kicked by Kirkman. 153 to go. And again, Amherst has all their timeouts. They could almost use a timeout every possession to set up a play if they wanted to. But instead, it will be their ball underneath their own hoop. And to lob it in will be Simmons. He fires Elo. Elo, seven-foot leaner, way too strong. Off the glass. Rebound brought down by Fennessy. He's got ten boards. So Amherst was doing good on the boards in the first quarter. Not since. They're getting throttled on the boards. And a hand check foul will be just the fifth of the half. Looks like it's on Elo. Nope, Adalon. His second. So five-team fouls. Still have one to give. And the Knights will get it in with a one-point lead in a minute, 40 to go. Elo working on Timmerman. Timmerman working on Elo. Elo put it away from behind the balls. Loose. Amherst comes up with it. Elo forces the steal. Five turnovers in the fourth quarter for the Knights. They had only six total in the first three. Again, the Broncos, this is where you got to get that bucket, though. Inside Hadwick, a recent backdoor. Here's Taze. little bump off back out to Simmons. Simmons, top of the circle, and there is a timeout. I love the timeout by Coach Rippon. It didn't go out of transition. Call the timeout, set it up. It's going to be a 30-second timeout to draw up the play. With 117 remaining in a heart it is Norfolk Catholic 46, Amherst 45, here on ESPN Tri-Cities and NewsChannelNebraska.com.
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and
11: Cottle.
1: Back in the Carney Repair broadcast booth at the Devaney Center. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds from the Hastings Trib. Getting ready for Donovan Trumbull and Tri County, but first. We've got a minute 17 here, and Amherst is down by one with the ball. Hadrigger to Simmons, right back to Taze. Drives the baseline, runs into Peeper, lost the basketball. He ran into a huge brick wall. First turnover of the quarter for Amherst, and here comes Norfolk Catholic. Will they just try to play, keep away with a one point lead, or will they attack? 105 to go. Peeper on the right elbow. Bounce pass back out to Hazing. Adelon getting right on him. Remember, they've got a foul to give here. Try to trap hazing in the corner. They don't have any timeouts. They strip it away. Adelung and Hadwiger come out of there with a basketball. Fast break up to Elo. Elo going to look to kick it into the corner to Simmons. Back out top, Adelung. 45 seconds to go. Hadwiger with a basketball. He'll hold the ball above his head. Look for somebody to get it to, to scout. 35 seconds. Simmons high post. Hadwiger, he'll take the free throw line jumper. It won't go. Rebound in the corner, and it's grabbed by the Knights. And they are fouled. Cade Peeper, 46-45 for nearly three minutes, hasn't it been? Well, yeah. I I had the last score at the 245
2: mark by uh, by Amherst on that Hadwerger jumper. I don't like the jumper there. I would have preferred a, a t- Amherst timeout in that instance just to set something up but maybe they didn't want to do that since they haven't had a ton of success and again with the foul to give it's the Knights to
1: throw it in and they do quickly to him and Elo stole the
9: ball layup Riesland Amherst has the lead and he's home
1: it wasn't Havlicek that stole the ball it was Elo that stole the ball they rotated it to Carter Riesland. Amherst, first lead of the second half. 24 seconds to go. 47-46. Riesland with the free throw attempt. It's up. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Fennessy. Norfolk Catholic doesn't have a timeout, folks. 20 seconds to go. They've got to go. Amherst by one. Here comes the right side drive. Kirkman, he's fouled as he put the jumper up and hit the deck with 13 seconds. Dang it. No foul. They would have had the offensive rebound. It's on Carter Riesland. His fourth personal foul. Two free throws coming up for Carter Kirkman. He's 0 of 1 at the line. He's got 11 points. He's really been the pistol in this night. Basketball team all day. Northville Catholic, one for 6 at the line in this game. Free throw up, and it's going to be off the front of the rim, no good. Amherst has to make sure they don't let Pieper get an offensive rebound, and they will call a timeout. A full-length timeout by the Broncos. They still have two remaining. Trying to eke one out here. 13 seconds remaining in the game. Amherst, 47 Norfolk Catholic 46. Carter Kirkman has one free throw to tie the game when we return on ESPN Tri-Cities.
11: Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours.
3: Gillespie Ag Service and Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926.
1: The teams are back on the floor. 47-46 Amherst, one free throw coming up for Norfolk Catholic's Carter Kirkman with 13 seconds to go to tie the game. Kirkman takes the ball. Two dribbles. It's on the way, and we are tied. We are tied at 47. Last shot coming up here for Amherst for the state semifinals. They'll hustle it up and call timeout with nine seconds to go. Scout Simmons pushed that ball up on the right floor, and it is going to be shades of yesterday, what we saw with Elm Creek coming down to the final moments of the basketball game. What will they draw up? And the thing here is, Will, they have not had to do this all year long. They have not been in a game where it has come down to the final shot. They have not been in overtime this year.
2: Yeah, those game experiences come you know, come up huge in these situations down in Lincoln. I mean, you saw that maybe with, uh, with a Bridgeport in the girls' uh, tournament last year or last week where they had to go into overtime with Adam Central, a team that had played three overtime games. So those situations do arise down here, and and this is a situation where Amherst, you know, tie ball game, nine seconds left. How are you going to avoid
1: maybe that situation yourself? York and Central Catholic, the only two games that came down to the last minute or so. Again, a foul would be a two-shotter no matter what because it would be the 10th on Norfolk Catholic. Also, a jump ball goes to Norfolk Catholic. And remember, if Amherst can score, Norfolk Catholic does not have a timeout. Here we go. Simmons to throw it in. He'll get it to Hadwiger, midcourt to Adelung. Adelung, seven seconds. Pass is tipped away, picked up by Tage. He'll go with a jump pass out top. Adelung underneath to Reesland. They never got a shot away, and we're going to overtime. They tried to finish up the play after it was broken well. I thought Austin would just pull up and shoot that basketball.
2: I thought so, too. I, they had to get something out of there, and they just didn't, didn't, didn't get the look. And uh, luckily, they get four more minutes to figure it
1: out here, but they should have had that one. All right. Overtime it is. Let's hope they have a better faith than their conference foe from Elm Creek yesterday. We'll be right back.
10: Bob here from b and Carpet and Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire BB family is still here. At B we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say BB. That's where we always go.
8: Are you ready for $0 cost individual employee health insurance? How about company paid life insurance? What about on-the-job paid training? Become part of the Landmark Difference today. Join Landmark Implement, your local John Deere dealer, at our upcoming career fairs. Chat one-on-one with our team to hear what it's really like to work with us. Career fairs will be held at Landmark locations March 14th in Fairfield, March 16th in Hebron, March 21st in Holdridge, and March 22nd in Marysville, Kansas, and March 23rd in Beatrice, Nebraska. See more details at www.landmark.careers. And we are back here
1: at Pinnacle Bank Arena, excuse me, Devaney, as we go to overtime. Hadwiger and Fennessey to jump center. This time Amherst wins the opening tip. As the opening tip of the game went to the Knights. Tied at 47. Doug the Will Reynolds with you on ESPN. Inside Hatteringer, fakes left, goes right. Adelong in the corner for the three-pointer. The first bucket of the ball game for Austin Adelong. And a three-point lead, 50-47. to And I mean, we talked about the comeback by the Knights, Will. Norfolk Catholic only has eight points in the last nine, ten, ten minutes of this game. They were up 39-29.
10: Yep.
1: Tennessee in the corner for an answering three. Hazing, that one is no good. Rebound brought down underneath by Riesland. Off to Simmons, and here we go the other way. Slow down here with this three-point lead. Coach Rippon saying be patient. Hadwiger at the high post, back over to Adelung. Kick it over here on the wing. Austin again back to Hadwiger, continue to attack boys, back cut Austin between the circles, Simmons, high post Hadwiger, Riesland working down low Taze drives, fade away off the window is good, 17 for Hadwiger, a perfect start here to overtime, 52-47 Amherst by 5 they were up by 14 in the first half, Kirkman into the corner, with it again is going to be hazy. inside Fennessy spins into the double team, off the window and in Nolan Fennessey with 10 points in the basketball game. 52-49, 2.25 to go in overtime. Amherst with the lead of the basketball. Simmons trots it across the timeline to Adelon. Over the top of the extended zone. Underneath, Reesland was open. He got the pass. He puts it up. And a foul. He's stuck behind both Fennessey and Peeper. Riesland, who had the game tying bucket, will now go back to the line. The foul is on Cade Peeper. And that will be his third. Three on Fennessy, Kirkman, and Peeper. Riesland has four, and then you don't have to worry about much else for Amherst. Free throw up. Got it. Carter Riesland, one of only four players. Well, now that Adelung hit the three, five players that have scored. 53-49. Second free throw up no good, rebound, long Hadwiger battles it, fantasy couldn't find it Hadwiger gets the offensive rebound and now you can spread the floor a four point lead, a two possession game with 2.10 to go they're bringing it out Hadwiger looking for that back door to be open like it was last time with Riesland Adelung bounce pass over to Nolan Elo, he's doubled to Hadwiger at the high post, it's keep away time a minute 50 to go, Adelung uses his dribble to Tej, they went for the steal, didn't get it Tej is not going to attack Got out of the paint, and they'll reset it out at midcourt. Dribble, drive, Simmons. Any foul by Norfolk Catholic is two free throws for the Broncos. And there's the foul. Hadwiger fouled all the way over by the stores table by Carter Kurtman, who has his fourth. Seven fouls in the half on Amherst. Hadwiger, one of two at the line. Oh, they say that's five. Saw that this should be four. Week. Don't no, don't do this again. You screwed it up last week. That's only four. I want Amherst to win as badly as anybody else. That's four. They don't have it on the board. They had it on the board as three. Yep. I had it as three.
2: I had three fouls as well. Saw the same thing last week with
1: Hardington Cedar Catholic all right we go to the line hadwiger still shoots two. First one on the way it's good 54 49 in overtime amherst 137 remaining second free throw man they're cool it's up and in that's one thing about amherst the few times they're under pressure they have been able to handle it well We've seen not with this group but a few overtime games in the last six, seven years for Amherst bounce pass out of bounds it did not touch Cage Hadwiger. Max Hammond on the sideline in front of us was trying to wrap it around into the corner thought it went off Hadwiger's foot it did not and so a turnover for Norfolk Catholic and a timeout by Norfolk Catholic as well the lone timeout that they are given here in overtime. 128 to go in overtime. And for the first time in about 45 minutes, Amherst fans are starting to breathe a little easier. Broncos 55, Knights 49. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. It was a
5: Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur.
11: I am the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center.
3: Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways.
11: Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back. And that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too.
3: He's not just your doctor. He's your friend.
5: He's... He's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family.
1: My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Doug Will Reynolds back with you here at the Devaney Center. Full court pressure being put on here by Norfolk Catholic. They don't get the steal, and so Hadwiger will bring it across the timeline, try to trap him. He hands it off to Elo. Elo over to Adelung. A minute 20 to go in overtime, and a six-point lead. For Amherst, they're overplaying the ball. That means Riesland or somebody's going to get free down low. Adelung, they have actually brought Riley Fisher in and put Riesland on the bench. Adelung fouled. 108 to go. Austin hasn't been to the line here this afternoon. He will shoot two.
2: I'm just trying to think if Norfolk Catholic felt comfortable at all in this game, leading by 10 in that third quarter, with the way that Amherst was playing, you know, through that stretch.
1: Free throw is up and in. Well, we've been on the radio for our teams on the wrong side of about three of these from last week to this week. Right now, we're on the right side of it, so we've seen the other way. Second free throw, Adelung, no, so he's 1-2. of Rebound brought down by Peeper. I've got him for 14 of the ball game. A minute to go. Now the threes, they need him, and the ball is going to be deflected out of bounds. Trapped over there was Hazing. Hadwiger and Adelung had him. One minute to go in the game. Overtime, 56-49 Amherst. Timmerman to throw it in. Into the left-hand corner, he'll find Hammond. Hammond decides to drive, take a 12-footer. It's off the front of the rim, no good. And now the rebounds are all coming Amherst's way. Wherever the big guys were, they're not there anymore. Scout Simmons with the board to Adelon. 45 seconds to go to Hadwiger. They've got to foul him, and they do. They got a little extra physical. They tried to get the jump, didn't happen. Foul on Mason Timmerman. His second. Hadwiger, three of four at the line. He's got four in the overtime, 19 in the game. Elo with 22. A seven-point game. It'll be a three-possession game no matter what Tage does here, and he missed the first one. I'll tell you what, though. These boys have got to be exhausted, both sides. We didn't see a whole lot of bench play in the second half. And they just beat the heck out of each other, didn't they? Yep. Second free throw, short, no good. Rebound brought down by Peeper. Got a score here if you're North Catholic. Long pass into the corner. Can't get the shot. Hazing. Skip pass, tried to get it to Hammond. Picked off by Adelung. Adelung into the front court to Elo. He brings it in, draws the foul on a shot attempt. It doesn't matter. It's two no matter what. He'll go to the line. Nolan Elo, who had just one of those 11 points for his team in the fourth quarter and has not scored here in the overtime, They finally found a way to get some other guys involved.
2: Yeah, Adelong had that huge three-pointer in the the, uh, start of overtime here, and Amherst hasn't looked back.
1: Well, the free throw's no good. Not quite at that point to save him for tomorrow, but that's okay. (laughs) Considering where we were 30 minutes ago, second free throw, Elo on the way, that's good. And it's 57-49, an eight-point lead here with 30 seconds to go in overtime. Hand it off to Timmerman. Timmerman to the corner. He threw it behind. Hazing, and that should do it. It's out of bounds. Norfolk Catholic, according to my book, were one off me and will. Six turnovers in the first three quarters. Six. Since then, ten. And that has been one of the main reasons that Amherst, and again, Amherst defense has been suffocating. They forced it. They throw it into Hadwiger. The Knights aren't going to foul. Taze will dribble it across midcourt. They're going to let him dribble it out. And Team Slink is on to the semifinals after being down 10 in the fourth quarter. Actually, 10 in the third quarter. And time will run out here in a rematch of last year's consolation game. Amherst wins the important one. The final score in overtime. Amherst 57, Norfolk Catholic 49. And in a sea of red between two red teams with another one coming out, it's going to continue to be a hyper, hyper hyperactive Amherst audience. And believe you, North Catholic, and they've had a ton of success in a variety of sports over the years. So they've been on both sides of these. But as I said, we've seen a few of these go the wrong way for our area teams. And we'll have the New West Post Game Show coming up next. Here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com.
4: CHS Agri-Service Center is
1: proud of the area athletes and wishes them good
4: luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since
6: 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities.
1: This is the New West Sports Medicine and or Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today in overtime. Amherst survives against Norfolk Catholic 57-49. to They've been on the wrong side of the overtime games here over the last decade, Will. And it didn't look good. I mean, we I mentioned on air, and I don't ever do this. I just said it did not look good for Amherst. Once they gave up the lead and it eventually got to double digits, it looked like they were lost out there.
2: It snowballed for a while. You know, Norfolk Catholic had that 31-7 to run that spanned, you know, the second and third quarters there after Amherst was up 22-8. to And uh, you're right. I mean, we talked about going into halftime, how would Amherst respond? Are they going to look like a team that, you know, is trailing by 10 or a team that's trailing by two? And for a while, it looked like that team that was trailing by double digits where it eventually reached. Um, But, you know, they found some mojo back at the end of that third quarter and, and uh, climbed back in it into the fourth, and and uh, Austin Adelong hit that three-pointer in that overtime period to, to kick things off, and, and there was no looking back for the uh, for the Broncos.
1: Those are so big because once you hit that, you can't fall behind on the next possession, and then you're playing from that where we were in the last three minutes of regulation. A three had fallen in a tie game for Norfolk Catholic. Hadwiger answered right back with a two, but then it stayed as a one-point deficit for about six, seven possessions over those last three minutes before they finally got the foul and, and got things tied up in a big bucket by Carter Riesland to tie it. Well, His I, only bucket of the game. Yeah,
2: and I think one of the things, too, affecting kind of the e- ending here was Norfolk Catholic's lack of timeouts. They, they didn't have, they had to use that, that last one there when, when Pieper got trapped across half court. And, you know, when, when you're with the final possession there, uh, you know, I think they had the ball with, what, 13 seconds left. And, uh, you know, they got the game-tying free throw from Kirkman. But, um, you know, you have some instances there where a timeout is going to do you good, and and they didn't have that opportunity. Amherst had plenty of timeouts. They couldn't score either at the end of regulation, but uh, they come out and, and score some big points there in the overtime.
1: We're about 20 minutes away from Donovan Trumbull in Tri-County, so our games are going to just kind of mold into each other. And when we talk to Coach Rippon, maybe in the pregame of our next contest, but stay with us for that. Here's a look at the unofficial final numbers. For Norfolk Catholic, Mason Timmerman, two rebounds. Nolan Fennessey, a double-double with 10 points and 11 rebounds, one block shot. Max Hammond had eight points. Tristan Hazing, three threes all in the second half. He ends up with nine points. Carter Kirkman, 12 points. Four rebounds fouled out of the basketball game in overtime. And Cade Peeper, another double-double, 10 points, 15 rebounds in the contest. 27 points in the first half, 20 in the second half, and 2 in overtime as Norfolk Catholic will end their season at 18-8. and eight. 49 points, 32 rebounds, 3 of 8 at the free throw line, 6 of 23 from 3-point land, 1 block, and 16 turnovers for the Knights of Norfolk Catholic. For Amherst, also only five players scored. Austin Adelung, all four of his points in overtime. Nolan Elo, 23 points, 21 in the first three quarters. He had two rebounds. Keegan Killen, a rebound. Carter Riesland, 3 points, 6 rebounds. Scout Simmons, seven rebounds. Paige Hadwiger, 19 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 block shots. 25 points in the first half. 22 in the second half, and 10 in overtime. They were 5 of 10 from the line in overtime. 57 points, 22 rebounds, 15 out of 24 at the free throw line. 6 of 16 from three-point land. All three blocks were Hadwiggers. 12 turnovers. They only had one in the fourth quarter and overtime. Northport Catholic had 10 rebounds unofficially at the end of the first quarter, I had Amherst out-rebounding Norfolk Catholic 8-3. to They ended up out-rebounding Amherst 32-22. to Big swing in that basketball game. Will, just final thoughts here before we wrap it up.
2: Yeah, just an impressive kind of, I guess, come-from-behind effort by Amherst there to, to finish that thing off and reach uh, the semifinals and uh, just a huge accomplishment for that program to, to get to that stage after you know finishing fourth here last year. They, they hadn't been here in a few years. Now they're here back to back years. Uh, big big efforts by uh, by their guys ELO and by Hadwiger, uh, especially there in that second half. Um, but like you said, you know Norfolk Catholic, uh, very very you know, very good ball club. Eighteen and eight did not reflect their their style of play and, and their talent
1: level for sure. Um, they they definitely had some advantages over Amherst, but. Broncos get it done. Twenty-five and one. They'll play tomorrow at three fifteen here on ESPN. Looking to make the third championship in program history. The last couple of times they fell to Central Catholic Saint Cecilia in the semifinals in sixteen and overtime. And before that was when their eighty-seven team. uh, beat Wilcox. In fact, in that 87, they won the opening game over Prague in triple overtime. Here it takes one. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We will try to talk with Coach Rippon before we get the tip-off of our Donovan Trumbull game. He's trying to talk to his team la- right now after doing the NCN interview. So stay with us. We've got Donovan Trumbull in Tri-County just moments away on ESPN.
0: State Tournament Basketball on News Channel Nebraska Radio has been brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. This has been an exclusive presentation of News Channel Nebraska Sports.